is on that service where you can pay them to just OnlyFans like, video. No. Basically, um, <laughs> it's OnlyFans for celebrities. I can't just, think of what it. I know what you're talking about where they do like shoutouts and shit. Yep. Like, that's such an interest. I feel like only washed up actors do that. Like, what? It's I true, need but money, you're not supposed to say so, it. So, like, I'm going to offer my services to tell your girlfriend happy birthday. Don't make me sad about Tim Curry. He's one of the greats. Hello, this is Together Alone, a dating advice podcast by two people who probably shouldn't be giving anyone dating advice. I'm Olivia Forehand, and I'm married. I'm Henry Roberts, and I'm aspiring to become a washed-up celebrity so that in 20 years from now, you can pay me to send your grandma a happy birthday message. <laughs> hey, Henry. Hi, Olivia. I got a job. Woo! That is so fun. I'm, Hell yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the pod before, but I have been trying to be a librarian for the past like three years. Um, I got my master's for it. She's and a then, master in the library arts. And then I haven't been able to find a job. And I finally got a job and I'm very excited. And I start on September 1st and... I'm starting to get that, like, what if I actually don't know anything? That buzz. <laughs> I am just tricking them into thinking I'm qualified. Nah, you're good. You know, but it's You have it's a fine. literal master's degree in it. <laughs> I know, but I also feel like maybe I just tricked them into giving me that degree. So, but it's fine. I'm very excited. This is going to yeah, be good. I think society tricked you into needing that degree. You yeah. Know, if you think about it. Man. And society also tricked me <laughs> into thinking that I'm never qualified for anything because yes. that's just how it goes. Imposter syndrome. It'd be that way sometimes. It's a thing. <sighs> um, so. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't sound so sad about it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I watched a rom-com uh this past week and i don't watch first of all i barely watch movies second of all i don't watch rom-coms very mm -hmm. often um this I, I think this is one of two that i have seen in the past like 12 months um yeah. it, it's called always be my maybe it's on what? netflix it is really good i've seen it <laughs> I've seen that okay one. okay so i uh first caught on to it from a scene from it involving Keanu Reeves yep. <laughs> um, and was like I don't know what this is about but I love Keanu Reeves yeah, I need to so I need to watch it, it. <laughs> um, and it was great I re the whole movie like Keanu Reeves is actually not that big of a part in it but um, the whole movie is fantastic a lot of great actors and actresses can I just say do you, do you just say actors or do you say actors and actresses I mean you're I think you could say a lot of Either good way. actors and, and it would people be assumed. would understand, yeah, but yeah. back to gendered anyway. language, though. Right, right. Um, but, uh, you know, in the same way that, like, this is not going to be breaking news to anyone, <laughs> but, like, in this, it reminded me that in the same way that, like, um, you know, a comedy can kind of fill you with humor, or laughter, joie de vie, joie de, joie de vie, and, you know, um, 
a uh like horror can fill you with terror and fright rom-coms can capture that sort of it like it's like adjacent to that like uh butterfly in your stomach feeling you know like you're mm-hmm. you're you're picking it up a diet version of it like a, a proxied version of it but like it's kind of like reminding you of what those feelings feel like even if you haven't felt them in a while or at least that's yeah. the effect that it had for me um and so I was just wondering, like, do you think I should, bouncing back off of our, our last conversation um, on, on the, the subject of crushes, do you think I should, like, um, like, like prescribe myself a <laughs> regular rom-com dosage or just romance dosage? I don't even, maybe romance is even, like, stronger, but that seems like a lot to dive into. But, like, do you think that like i need to and maybe it extends beyond that like i need i've never read any type of book where romance was like a significant feature of it Mm -hmm. you think i need to in order to like get into that headspace i need to like start consuming media where that's the primary emotion that's being uh like delivered um sure it's gonna like prime the I, i don't know get the gears go in that's just what i'm wondering like (laughs) is there anything to that have you ever heard of anything like that i mean no because (laughs) (laughs) all right because okay i'm almost afraid that it's gonna be the opposite because okay say i used to be scared of everything and i couldn't watch horror movies and i started listening to podcast about murder and it would make me really scared for the first bit. And then I kind of got desensitized. So it no longer freaks me out to listen to. So maybe this will have the opposite effect. And at first you'll feel those feelings, but then you'll watch too many of them. And then you'll <laughs> never feel them again. <laughs> I will be desensitized to both romance and comedy. Um, no meat <laughs> will get me. Well, I mm. maybe you have to find like like a nice sweet spot. I feel like I already am desensitized, though. (laughs) That's kind of what I'm saying. Like, it is so in such an infrequent feeling Mm -hmm. for me. But then you felt it watching this movie. Yeah. Well, I felt I I like it's like the difference between tasting a food and smelling a food. You know, it's It's like like, I I remembered what it is like. It's like the look the Lacroix version of yes, 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 yes. I sipped the Lacroix of and you got the hint of romance. Right, the idea of romance was in the room. Yeah, I say go for it. Okay. I don't know. I watch. Okay, I sometimes I do get in like a a romance mood, and I'll watch like a few rom coms. Yeah. And then I'll go for a really long time without watching any. Um, I just. I have this idea, like maybe for some people, like butterflies in your stomach is something that you just get, like you just have it. But maybe for others, maybe like for people like me, I have to like ha- I have to find a way to put them in me. Like I need to like swallow the caterpillar, you know. <laughs> like <laughs> I-, I have to like turn it into an action item that I can like achieve somehow. Is that what <laughs> swallowing caterpillars was supposed to mean? <laughs> that is what it means. Yeah. Um, for context, Henry just sent me a text that was like, things I want to talk about, rom-coms, swallowing caterpillars. <laughs> and I was like, why are we swallowing caterpillars? So you don't want to chew the caterpillar, 
because then you'll kill it and it, it will never turn, turn into, into a, a butterfly, butterfly if I chew it. Yes. Okay. Okay. In fact, maybe I've been chewing it all my life. That's what the problem is. I've been You've chewing been the caterpillars. You've been chewing the caterpillars, which I don't know how that would actually translate into anything, but I'm trying. It's just like not interpreting things in the lens of romance. Like maybe ignoring cues or not looking for opportunities to become interested in someone or so does this mean that you have to start acting like romance not like rom-coms in your daily life too i'm going to to start dressing like an elizabethan oh right rom-coms not not romance Um, i mean we could go the pride and prejudice route if you want we should try both i think let's start let's start with rom-com I, yeah, feel like, so whenever... I feel like full-on Elizabethan romance is probably <laughs> a steeper sort of difficulty. Whenever you see anybody walking with their arms full of stuff, just bump into just them really Just bump hard. into them. And then you can help them pick it up. And what else happens in rom-coms? Um, if you see someone stuck, always have an umbrella on you. So that way, if you see someone stuck in the rain, you can like offer them your umbrella. That's, just... that's rom-com. I mean, I, I don't want to be too, a little too real, but like we can't do any of these things anymore. <laughs> any of the things you just mentioned, <laughs> they're all no good. Oh my God. I just saw, um, I didn't see it on Hulu, but I saw someone post it on like their whatever. There is a Hulu like rom-com romance movie right now that's like love in the time of Corona. Oh, like, okay. That is I was actually just about to say, I want to see one. Okay. So maybe we wow, should watch that. Wow, they whipped that out fast. Yeah, how do they even film that? You're not supposed to be together. Oh, it's an it's a mini series. Oh, it is. Yeah. Maybe we should watch that and take notes. And on ensemble, an ensemble of characters shelter in their homes during the COVID nineteen pandemic. Some of whom are wondering if a hookup with a roommate can ever be casual, while another is kicking herself for deciding to isolate with an ex. Oof. Wow. Why would you isolate with an ex? I don't know. That seems like a bad idea. It came out uh, August twenty second. So like three days ago. Three days before recording this. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, um, I might try that and see if it does anything for me, you know? Yeah. I don't think it could make anything worse. Unless you get desensitized. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I already am. I think I already am. I, don't, I, can't, I can't see myself more... being more unromantic than I am right now, which is to say zero. You just become blind literally blind to everything romantic you just no longer can see it i can't perceive the concept romance. of romance if anyone has any rom-com uh recommendations for henry let us know yes good ones don't tell me it's good and that turns out to be really bad because i also hold the belief that some of the worst movies ever created were rom-coms so um i think i I'm kind of particular to that genre of yeah. really bad rom-com. I I've watched all like of that. the like the Christmas Prince and the <laughs> Royal Christmas Baby and like there's like three of those. Um there, yeah, any of these I, like cheesy Hallmark Christmas movies, I will watch them. <laughs> I um also just am sort of partial to terrible movies anyway. Yeah. Jupiter. I like terrible Sandy. action flicks. <laughs> Jupiter Ascending is pretty good. It's my yeah, favorite that's pretty movie. Good. To me, it's just like I think it's just whatever genre you like, you'll accept bad versions of it. Well, but if you don't already like the genre, then it's there's no redeeming value. Matt hates Jupiter Ascending with a burning passion, and he loves oh, sci-fi. But he likes so sci-fi. Okay. I think 
I can recognize that a movie is maybe not good, but it is enjoyable to me. And so that's what I like about it. Anyway, this isn't a Jupiter Ascending podcast, though it could be. Oh, God. Imagine how many episodes could we stretch out of that? Probably just like three. I, yeah, probably. I mean, like, in theory, I could do a lot, but I wouldn't put the effort in. (laughs) Story of my life. (laughs) Well, on that note. What you got for us? Okay, so the other day, um, listener of the pod, Tara. Long time listener. First time caller. I'm just kidding. I think she wrote to us before. Anyway, um, tagged us on this Instagram post that was it's kind of a interesting it's it's a it's an instagram meme account that has something about relationship in its title it's insta single like insta dot single and the thing is just it's a meme page it's a meme page they're not like actually like giving advice or like medium articles on the nature of love and relationships they're just like posting memes that's all they do which is fine that's what they're there for but this person like uh messaged like DM'd them and was like, Hi, and then just immediately went into this like, I have this dilemma, can you help me? And they're just like, I'm just here to post memes, please don't do this to me. Which is what they did by taking a screenshot of this person's dilemma and then posting it as a meme, which is kind of meta. But since we were tagged in it, I was like, Well, why not? We can attempt to answer this. So yes. Thanks for the tag, Tara. Always good to throw a plug in. So here we go. Their message was, I have a relationship question. Got it. My BF and I have been dating for nine years. We've been together since high school. Anyway, my best friend is a guy. I've had a lot of time due to COVID. My best friend and I decided to use the time to go away on trips. We stay together in the same room and bed. Completely friendly. Nothing sexual. We just go to relax. My BF broke up with me because he says it's too much for him to deal with. I really do love him. Any ideas on how to get him back? So this is like a very complicated, like many faceted one. I don't think the question is how to get him back. I think it's how to like identify why this happened in the first place. But it, I mean, it's it's a lot to process um, and it's a relationship of nine years. So I can understand wanting to try to like, you know, reverse course here for sure definitely um i think i don't know i have so many thoughts i've actually been thinking about this like it's it's a it's a tricky (laughs) one it really is a tricky one well okay so to me there's a difference between we are intentionally going on these trips together and purposefully getting a room with one bed because they make rooms that have two beds so yeah. I get wanting to save money and like doing one room, but then you could do the two bed situation. That would immediately cut down on a lot of the issues here. Right. Um, I think that- not all of them, but <laughs> a lot of them. That was sort of the first first strike. Like definitely, definitely, definitely do not be sharing beds. Right. Because I mean, we've like back in the college days, there were some drunk times where multiple people would end up in the same bed and like i think that's different that's just a like there's a bunch of people here no one can go home so we all need to sleep somewhere yeah 
A, that was dorm living, which is a much more <laughs> barbaric form of real life. Yes. Um, B, none of that was premeditated. It was just like the product of basically people dropping um, because they're exhausted and had been drinking all night. Um, C, still probably could have been better. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, so... <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I feel like I'm walking a fine line here. I think that a lot of this is contextual because we don't really know what the dynamic is between these three people at play here. Yeah. Um, but it's one thing to like have a best friend of the opposite sex that should be like fine. Um, going out on like multiple extended trips with them and not finding a way to incorporate your significant other mm -hmm. um es especially if as it seems to be in this case your significant other and this friend um aren't like on close terms themselves um is really like it's asking a ton um and it's you know y you may not be doing anything wrong necessarily but you are definitely like emotionally taxing your partner um, right well and i I think for whatever reason when I read this I just in my brain went oh it's a long distance relationship with the boyfriend but they never yeah. say that so like yeah, they don't that means that they probably are leaving the boyfriend out if they're doing that that's really rough like yeah <laughs> that's pretty inexcusable like I guess because we answered a question I don't know if that was last week or the week before but where this girl was hanging out with her dude friends more right and had a long distance boyfriend and so maybe that's why I was like, this is this situation, um, which in I that case, I get like wanting to hang out with the people who are around you. Right. And, and we were both pretty supportive of the scenario that we talked about last time in that, you know, uh, the person hanging out with their friends like had every, you know, was completely within their rights in doing that. Um, but if it had been there, you know, planning multiple vacations where they're sleeping in the same bed together, like I would not have been so, so supportive. Yeah, no, exactly. And it, it just gets to the even if you and your friend are in a king bed and you're not even touching and you're not even close the whole night because whatever, you have to be respectful of what your partner thinks. Yeah. Like, obviously, they can't be, like, controlling you. But this isn't about control. This is about, like, you are now stepping on their feelings and, like, just ignoring how they feel about the whole situation. Yeah. Um, so even if you personally, like, don't think it's wrong, they do. And if it's not going to hurt you to get a room with two beds, like, just do it. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. You have to care about their feelings and how how they're perceiving it instead yeah. of just going well no nothing's wrong we're not doing anything get over it like yeah so i think to, to answer the question you done fucked up <laughs> you really fucked up <laughs> <laughs> um i would try talking with him uh apologize yes lay out how you recognize you done fucked up um and see if you can bridge that and if you can't then you know yeah, and if you're just so, like, gung-ho about taking these trips with your best friend, then, like, I guess you have to make that decision. It's You have to pick one or the other at that point because the boyfriend's obviously not cool with it, so... Right. 
but yeah they she really just needs to i don't know include him or uh, do something <laughs> yeah it, uh, realize that she done fucked up and uh make amends or don't <laughs> but don't think you can keep doing what you're doing i think is the lesson here <laughs> yeah um so we haven't really played red flags in a while um and uh my friend al just sent me a big old red flag like, <laughs> it, it's like a russian nesting doll of red <laughs> flags um it's a screenshot of a text from some british boyfriend i assume um to i guess his new new partner new um, woman yeah and it's a list of rules that they now have to abide by no and I, i'm just gonna <laughs> read through them with you if that's all right yeah <laughs> So the first one is don't dance like a slag, like in reflex. And as we all know, <laughs> slag in British culture is a contemptible person. Or, or a slut. A slut. We totally didn't have to look that up. <laughs> yeah. And reflex is an 80s club in Liverpool that closed down in 2015. Which we both just knew. We, we just knew that. It was the weirdest thing. So, oh yeah, I've totally heard about that. We definitely didn't record this segment once already and then lose it in a fire. Um, <laughs> Lost to the abyss. <laughs> uh, two, don't get too drunk. Decent advice, uh, if not for the surrounding advice. Three, no boys. And if anyone comes up to you and talks to you, you tell them you have a boyfriend. No That's more. Just extremely high school. No more male waiters. No more male bartenders. No more male dads Men. no more <laughs> can you imagine like your dad's like hello sweetie and you're like i have a boyfriend i have a boyfriend yeah it's it's therapy time for you yeah um look after your drink at all time to make sure no one puts anything in it that's just good advice yeah uh stick with your stick with blank or blank all to, all the time not blank by looks of last night though mostly blank so now you're extremely limited in who you can spend time yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, that sounds <laughs> like a these friends are approved by me, but not these friends because it sounds it sounds like that approval at, process. Last yeah. night at Reflex, Blank got too crazy and wasn't washing her drink. Doing the boogie oogie oogie just a little too hard. What a slag! What a slag! <laughs> this is for all our British followers. Um, no one but you four in your room besides blank but he can't sleep so now you've been limited to four friends and <laughs> one guy who's not allowed to sleep i just like the, like you're all watching a movie on the couch and he falls asleep and you're just like, like no oh no and, like starts hitting him with a pillow get <laughs> the can't fuck sleep. Out. <laughs> um seven you can't go in anyone else's room that's just insane Which, like anyone else so, hey, I'm a girl, and I want you to come over and do a slumber party. Nope, too bad I can't go in your room. No, you can't you can do only it. come to my room. You can't. I can't go to your room. My boyfriend hey, will beat you up. <laughs> come in for a minute. I am not ready yet. Nope, I'm going to have to wait out here in the hallway because I can't go in your room. <laughs> the level of restriction involved there is, like, breaching into some, like, like weird kink stuff <laughs> like that you like can't go into another person's room um 
Eight, you let me know everything that happens and be ready to explain stories. So now you have to like fully report on yourself 24-7. Yeah, you get to go do stuff, but then you have to come up with like a full, a full on, I was going to say book report when you get back. And also be ready to explain stories. Like not even... You have to give your rationale. You have to, yeah. you have to rewrite it in first person. <laughs> but like that... that, that that's just saying that he's preparing to get on to you about everything right. that you've done. You have so to you, have justifications have to for to your continued existence. Yourself. That is crazy. Um, nine, always send me photos of front and back of what you are wearing so I can approve and say whether or not I think you should wear it. No. Oof. Front and back. Like what? The front is going to be like a very long, modest address and the back <laughs> is just completely open. <laughs> <laughs> your whole butt is out it's the anti-mullet of uh clothing wear how do you take how do you take regular photos of the back of what you're wearing well i don't know you can't go to anyone else's room and ask them to help you so yeah, i guess you just have to kind get of creative cre <laughs> this is like this is becoming one of those like um canoe puzzles where it's like i have a fox who will eat the chickens and a chickens who can take a picture <laughs> of the back of my dress but you can't leave <laughs> But no one can be in the same room as the other. Turn my back to the chickens because they'll ally with the fox. Yeah. <laughs> it's real tricky. Um, uh, 10, even when I'm asleep, text me to tell me things so I can see in the morning. Um, no. That would be sweet if you were just doing it to give him attention. But if he's requesting, requesting it as a means it. of checking up on you so that he can have a morning report, it's just controlling. Well, and does he. Is he also is he doing all you? these things? What's is he sending pictures night? of his front and back to you he so you can sign off? <laughs> <laughs> you can't wear those assless chaps anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, eleven. If you find I, they are all numbered, if you find time, call me or Facetime me, but let me know in advance. So I, I love the addition of this. Is like he might be doing things that he doesn't have time to answer your FaceTime for, or doesn't want you to see. But you, so you better need to be let him know in advance. at his beck and call. But he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, and last and maybe arguably the craziest, which is wild <laughs> to say after all the others I've said. Number twelve: If you can want a video of room before you sleep. I think it's if you can take a video of your room before you sleep to prove no one else is there and you are off to sleep. Just pure lunacy. Like, Absolute lunacy. I have, I have severe trust issues. I think everybody is constantly lying to me and cheating on me. So you have to prove that you are actually going to bed. If this guy could install a GoPro onto you, just like <laughs> permanently affix a GoPro to you. That would be would. ideal. Like, yeah. He, he wants you to have a... Um, Oh, what do they call them? Uh, a micro little cameras that you wear. Uh, he just wants to mount a dash cam on you, twenty four seven. But also one that is like taking surveillance around. Yeah, you. all he he also wants a drone that's just going to be like Following, flying yeah. over you, twenty four seven, and the front and back of your outfit. Yeah, but also you see your surroundings. We need two drones, <laughs> one to constantly <laughs> surveil the front and one to surveil the back. Well, in case it's one of those uh, quick changing outfits, you know, mm -hmm. like in Hunger Games, <laughs> except you go from a respectable bloke to a, a slag. A fucking slag. Well, 
And he sounds like the type of guy that would be upset when, like, you text him, oh, I'm going to bed, good night, and then later explain he that. sees you, like, <laughs> reposting stuff on Tumblr, and he's like, I thought you said you were going to bed. I caught you red-handed. You aren't sleeping. <laughs> like, no, I just couldn't fall asleep. Sometimes I like to do stuff before I go to bed. Unacceptable. We're having a fun time here, but seriously, those are disgusting. That's like a massive red flag. Yeah. If anyone ever asks like any of those things of you, except maybe protect your drinks from drugs. But other than that, that's just controlling that behavior. Why? It's like a textbook case. That is crazy. Just manipulation and like emotional abuse. And yeah, it's kind of sociopathic. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Kick him to the curb. Yep. And then go sleep in the same bed as that one boy who's not allowed to stay over. Exactly. Because <laughs> that's going to fix all your problems. Yes. And the four other people who are allowed to stay over. <laughs> one uh, big bed cuddle. See, that's okay, though. That's what it all comes down to. Everyone just one get your cuddle big on. big dog pile. Anyway. So anyway, I think this has been our show. <laughs> I love when we end our podcast with anyway. I think that really anyway really just anyway. seals it. Um, thank, I'm not supposed to talk meta. Thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. If you could uh, share us with your friends, that would be great. We can just add more people to our big dog pile of love and listeners. Big dog pile of love. Um, I like it. If you want to get with us on social media, we are on Instagram and Facebook at Together Alone Pod. We are on Twitter at Together Alone Pod. Um, if you want to email us, it's TogetherAlonePod at gmail.com. If you need advice, we love to give advice. We're so good at it. You should ask us for advice. If you have any red flags, um, if you have any ideas for rom-coms for Henry to start watching, let us know. Yes. Please let me know. I'm desperate. I need to swallow some caterpillars. Oh, and thank you, Matt, for our song, um, Forever Nameless. Forever Nameless. It's a good song. So good. We should just have you do vocals for the song, and it's just you singing Forever Nameless over and over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> Only if I can, like, auto-tune my voice to hell. Yes. Yep. Uh, this has been Together Alone. Tell your slags they smell nice. <laughs> No. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>